0: And welcome to the dating advisory board. I'm your host Jen Hacked. I'm so excited. We have a great show lined up for you today. We have the wonderful Bob London. Hey, hey Bob What's London, up? and Pamela Sorensen. Hey, hey, I love it. And we have the same middle name L-Y-N-N-E. And yeah, I never meet a lot of people never with that hear of that. Yeah, no. F-E. L-Y-N-N-E. Fascinating. So, I know, it's good. Well, let me get some background. Um, we have a show, our show topic is How We Can Perfect Our Pitch in Both Business and Dating. So from uh, the Chief li- Listening Officer himself. Mm-hmm. So Bob London is a strategic marketing advisor to CEOs and entrepreneurs. As CEO of Chief Listening Officers, he is a... 20-plus-year expert in B2B marketing and customer insights. He is an entrepreneur in residence right here at the University of Maryland Dingman Center for Entrepreneurship and a mentor at 1776, which is a leading global startup incubator. Bob's work and writing has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Miami Herald, Washington Post, and Bob is a frequent speaker and writer on topics related to his passion, the incredible valuable insights that come from something shockingly simple listening to your customers and now we're going to translate that's from business and in dating Try. Yes. You would, would, try. would What did you
1: say?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh. <laughs> what?
0: what? I love it. And then Pamela Lynn Sorensen is a director of BD and community relations at Better World Telecom. She is a known influencer and former blogger at Pamela's Punch, which is founded in 2006 in the DC region. <laughs> she played an integral role in the revenue stream growth and success of Net 2000 communications. Yeah. So, you mean being in telecom? You and I both oh. know. I remember. Yep, yeah, slinging the, the phones. Rise. Oh, yes. Um, and also Potomac Officers Club and Executive Biz. Um, and also she helps with a lot of nonprofits in the area. Co- the Colon Cancer Alliance, the Humane Rescue Alliance, National Cherry Blossom Festival, DC Kitchen. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is impressive. Um, Refugees International, Trust for the National Mall, Leukemia S- Lymphoma Society, and the Red Cross. She's also been featured. Oh, boy. Okay, so... Yeah, it's yeah, gonna. We'll it I'll give it all. I'll <laughs> get so, so, stop. just a few. The so, stuff she's been in all the posts and all of them. This the is gonna posts. take a whole 50 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll have it all on stop. my website. Stop. So make sure she. But it's very, uh, very inspirational. So thank, thank you, you so much, and I, that's so important that you give back to the community and you do this. Yeah. this is, it's is amazing. I love it. Can
2: I say something? I used to look at Washington Life magazine and mm-hmm. I used to dream about being one of those people who's at the parties uh-huh. and their pictures there. And now I'm, I feel like I'm there now. Oh. I'm with that crowd. <laughs> both, both of you guys. Both of you, Look how well they're dressed. It's Aww, fantastic. thanks, Gosh. Bob. Thank- Yay.
0: Thanks, Bob. See, Thank compliments. Yeah, yeah. We'll put it in the middle. Compliments I think, I think there's help. there's another bell somewhere.
2: Compliments um, are good.
0: Compliments are good. No, but well, you thank look you. Great. Yeah, you look good
2: <laughs> too, Bob. I like that throwaway. No, no, no. I'm wearing like a Home Depot outfit.
0: No, it's <laughs> it looks good. You're good. Okay, go ahead. Back All right, your, I'm back to my show. Back to your okay, show. Okay, so Sorry. let's talk about how we can perfect our pitch um in business and, yes. and how we can translate that into mm-hmm. the dating world.
2: Okay. So let's go. Oh, <clears throat> was there a question?
0: Yes. So how can we perfect <laughs> our pitch? Yes. How? Can, I mean, because here's the thing. Yeah, I know. Is I the know. Show notes. This is not the show. This, this notes. is no. This is show notes. No. But then my my thing is it because you know Bob goes in and you know he does um, coaching for connectpreneurs, um, people who are looking for seed money, right, right for their company. Right. And so he'll go in there and he'll take a look at what they're pitching, what their company is, and we'll use the DAB as an example in a second. But I wanted to tell you, I wanted to talk about the background and yep. why it's so important and how you created Chief Listening Officers.
2: Yeah. So thanks. Thank you for having me yeah, and I think that, so I've been in a marketing executive for 20 years. Let's, let's just round it down to 20 years. And I think that it took a, took until about five years ago to realize that everyone is basically doing marketing the same way by mm-hmm. promoting, promoting, promoting and when everyone promotes and talks about their own product or themselves, right. it makes a lot of noise. And collectively, that noise keeps the customer from hearing anything. They can't hear anything through all this noise. And so that's where Chief Listening Officers came from, the idea that if we just take time to listen to customers, and it's certainly, as, you, as we all know, it applies in relationships, um, if we just take a, a little bit of time to listen without immediately switching back to our agenda, um, I've, you know, I've had great success with my clients, teaching them how to do that and doing that kind of work for them so they can understand, oh, we thought we were good at this, and it's important to you in this area of your business, but you're telling us it, it is important, but it's important over here, and that's like a whole revelation for us that we can use to reposition ourselves. And so, uh, I don't know, I mean, obviously listening applies in a lot of important areas of life, but I think that, um, I, I guess it, the, the analogy is, when I said all companies are kind of mar- out there marketing and spending money and having salespeople call people and all that, it's all good, but in if everyone, is pitching themselves, you know, in the dating world, who's left to listen? Like everyone is just talking, talking, talking. And that was a heavy sigh, wow. Yeah, I
0: was like, it really resonated, <laughs> I was like, wow. Well, I, I mean, mean it's, like, it's, it's a very valid point. I mean, I mean, you're on the, you hit spot on. I mean.
2: I was just, I was looking for the bell. Yeah, here. I, look, it's such a simple idea and I think it's, we all can see if anyone who's on Facebook and anytime a word that is remotely political is written on Facebook, a million people pounce and give their agitated point of view. Instead of, you know, i found that what's interesting is when I, you know, someone puts something, and I'm curious. So I'll say, well, can you just tell me more about that? No, you don't, you're not gonna listen to me. No, that's why I'm asking. I'm actually, no one is used to anyone listening anymore. Right. No one's used to it. And that's what, if if I could just, one person, one company at a time, kind of. that's my little change the world thing is, Try to get people to listen. I mean, here, here I am talking, and I feel like oh, I've been talking too much. I should do more listening. Like it's just an automatic thing now. In business, not at home. Home is different. Yeah. Yeah. I can <laughs> listen to my our cats. That's about as well as it. Oh, that That's cat. about as far as I can get. With yeah. kids and wife, it's a little harder. But we're you know. all good
0: yeah it's all good no well you know the other thing is is that you know there was one piece of advice that you gave me a long time ago um, that you said because a lot of it in sales as you know in telecom like especially in phones because we both do phone and other communication infrastructure is that when you go in there these systems can last 10 15 years I mean obviously the software updates but the core infrastructure because well then you don't want to be that person like okay sell and you don't talk to them so Bob gave a great example of why don't you do health checks with your clients because not a lot of people are actually going, salespeople, they're just picking up the phone calling, but are you going there and saying like, hey, how's it going? What are you doing with your business? Where, you know, how are things going? Where do you, what do you need improvement on? Because we all have very large networks. We all have subject matter experts in particular fields that we would trust to do a good job for our client because we don't want to look bad, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so like going in there and having that lunch or having that meeting face to face, not a phone call, right? And, um, and, and, you know, finding out how, and that may, it makes a difference.
2: I agree. And I've seen it a lot now, again, over the last five or so years that, and customers are so delighted because they're, if they know, and if it's authentic that, Hey, yeah. we just want to come find out about yeah. you. Mm-hmm. There's this old joke. <clears throat> I don't remember if it's Groucho Marks or Woody Allen, but he said, hey, that's enough about me. What about you? What do you think of me? Like everything comes back to me. So, and I know that happens in the dating world because that, that in my creaky brain, I can actually remember that kind of thing, but it happens in business. And I think customers are so delighted to have someone just talk to them, uh, just for the purpose of finding out their perspective and not whipping out a proposal at the end of the conversation. Like everything they say, I'm going to figure out how to steer that towards my product. That's, that's, no. That world is is going away, you know.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad it is. Yeah, I hope it goes away. I hope away. it's going away. Yeah, I hope it's going away, too. I mean, like, you can't try to push your product down so if someone doesn't need it. Right. Right? I mean, because then you look bad. And you say, well, maybe it's not a fit now, but, you know, maybe down the road. And then, I, refer, you know, referrals.
2: Well, I hope you guys will talk about this, but th- yeah. this thing, this piece that, what is it, Does how, how does it feel when you know someone's really listening to you in your personal life? How does that feel? It's right. awesome. Yeah. So why, what? <laughs>
0: Well, it's, why well, don't people do that I, I, I more often like like active listening. I mean
1: are you hearing me or you I'm talking about the real no the real listening
2: you know. where they don't try to anticipate your sentence and finish it and steer it back to oh I've been to Vancouver twice you know whatever
0: oh yeah one uppers those are fun right
2: that's yeah. a good one one uppers one uppers yeah not the yeah
0: best. I'm not like the best. oh, sit down
1: Sit down.
0: you bring that bell with you? Oh, I do. I just, I like to ring it a lot. (laughs) Well, I mean, I want to comment
1: back um, uh, to your point about uh, we hope that that is actually going away. It's true. I mean, getting back into telecommunications after years of being away from it, one of the things that my CEO, Jim Penific, had told me when I was making that choice to go back, and go into that industry again was, it's much more consultative now. You're yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. a part of their business. You're an extended arm. You are a consultant. You yeah. are you're in subject matter expert. Right. Exactly. You're, listening, you're talking. You're you're figuring out the best and the best possible solution. But even more on that. I mean, we're all humans, we're all people. I'm not going in and, and speaking to a machine, I'm not talking to a machine, yeah. I'm talking to a human being. And I have to care about that human being who's going to be that decision yeah. maker or part of that decision making process. And if I don't authentically actually listen and have a conversation, actually care about them, do my research on them, right. then I'm the one who's behind. right? The people that actually do do that, they're the ones that are ahead. So I, I think it's really important to That's a really that
0: good point. Yeah, I've been getting to know. Strategy.
2: She mentioned her boss's name. She <laughs> dropped her boss's name. Yeah. Just as a like a, yeah,
0: FYI. Yeah. That was awesome. That was if awesome. I had a boss,
2: I'd mention his yeah. name too, or yeah. hers. Yes. That was good.
0: Yeah. Steve Bennett, Vencom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm technically supposed to be working right now, so you are. <laughs> so you're working. I'm working. I'm working. <clears> no, <throat> I know. But anyway, um, so so the other thing is, is that um, you know when you're talking about like listening to the customers, like, and you're you're going in there. My my thing is for you. How are you advising them on how uh, how to listen? and want to get feedback from that client not say oh well we don't do that or do you ever run into that kind of situation
2: yeah um, you know there really is uh, as it turns out an art and maybe there's a science too but I'm just focused more on the kind of the, uh, you know the the, the the qualitative type of listening mm. where you know first of all the way you set up a conversation is very important so yeah. um, I use with my clients we send out an email and it, it just says hey we're doing some we're kind of revisiting the way we're positioned in the market for the next few years you're an expert in what you do we would love your opinion and perspective on a few things just unofficial like it's not we're not asking for your company's opinion or position and somehow that helps and people Mm -hmm. we get a very high response rate on those emails and then so but it's like, any, it's like an event, the, invita- the, the event starts when the invitation goes out when people say, oh, so they email help, set it up. And then when you're talking to them, it's just a very, it's like a conversation, it's not an interview. So, um, and, But, but when, I, so I, when I talk to CEOs who are gonna go listen, it's, um, I think the hardest thing is to get them to realize, again, it's not about them, it's about the customer. So they really have to be, um, they have to resist the urge to be defensive about uh, any criticism. Mm-hmm. to jump on any sales opportunities even like you can follow up later and to keep steering the conversation back to or being defensive like well, we well we tried to do that but it was really expensive no one cares no one your customers don't care if you tried and it was expensive to do it and that's why you didn't do it they just want you to listen and then you take the information and and formulate an approach that makes sense for the next year or two okay yeah so but yeah. there's an art to it
1: yeah what do you think well I think um, I have learned over the many years of not only just running my own business with Pamela's Punch and being exposed to so many different people and so many different circles and industries. That I mean, just through the point about listening and pitching, and I mean, pitching pitching gives you It's such a bad word because it's automatically like, oh, I'm gonna throw something at you, and you better just you know, you better take it <laughs> that's and, and, a and really like good it. Point. Yeah. yeah, that's I mean, a great point. And it's good. However, we pitch ourselves every day. We are in a position to give of ourselves. We are in a position to to say, here's who we are and how do we all fit together? So whether it's dating or whether it's in front of a prospect or a client or you're at a networking event or we're here, it is the best way that I can pitch myself is by asking you questions and then responding in a way that makes the conversation go better and just really learning about you to set up continuous conversation. I think with people who, who go in and go, okay, I'm gonna go on this date or I'm gonna go into this meeting and go, I'm just gonna like pitch and I'm gonna throw things at them, they're forgetting the most important part, which is asking questions
0: and asking thoughtful questions and then listening. Yeah. Yeah. And just learning about their story right yeah I mean lo- you know learning about who they are what they what do they like I mean yeah you sometimes you get nervous and you verbal vomit everywhere mm-hmm. you know I mean it's true I mean I've it's happened to me before really oh my god yeah I got nervous <laughs> oh my god It was no, like, like crazy oh. I did I know it was weird because I don't ever get nervous around, I mean there's only Is a, it a guy yes there was a <laughs> date yes I know. Anyway, I don't want to talk about
1: it. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, it will. Yeah. But no, I I I
1: agree with you as well. Is I love learning people's stories because yes. it makes you Amen. human. It makes you real. It makes you fascinating, and it makes you relatable. And without that, without even asking that, without even like researching
0: that, yeah, where are we? You know, we're not robots. Right. Well, it's it's amazing what people have gone through. Like, you know, if you if you're listening to what they're saying, you're like, oh wow, how can I? I mean, I I've had this happen, or I can learn from this person, mm-hmm. right? I can learn. I don't want to do the same mistake that they did in business or in your personal life, right? You're you're covering kind of covering the gamut there. Right. 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 I have to right.
2: confess that when Ooh. I we. It's, it's not that major. No. Let's go to a commercial. <laughs> yeah. To a tease. yeah. actually no,
0: that's a good idea. I,
2: it's a small confession. Okay, uh ahead. just that so the questions, you know, that we're going to cover, how to yeah. perfect your pitch. I think that that is you you actually said even the word pitch is kind of not kind of a negative, but it, it implies like I'm going to yeah, I'm going to give you my best shot, you know, and you have to deal with it. And you know in 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 the personal world in relationships I just think that why would we run and pitch ourselves first before we find out a little bit, not so we can customize our pitch to like, oh, you like snorkeling? I love snorkeling, even if you don't. Mm -hmm. I think like they have, have, you're in a situation where you should be fact finding so that you can make a really good decision Mm -hmm. about what you're going to do in the next 10 minutes or the next hour or the next 20 years. And, you know, it's just not good to be pitching. I think that way in, in social life. In business, everyone wants all the customers they can get. So you're always kind of pitching. But in I guess, you know, I guess it's just another way of saying it's a two way street and you have to be judicious and, you know, kinda of not skeptical, but yeah. just like you have you have standards for people to meet. Right. And the only way you're gonna find out if they meet your standards is the beginning of it is listening and hearing what they have to say.
0: Exactly. All right, well, we are going to take a quick break right here. Oh. And then when we come back, we got more on um, actual well, – have you do my pitch, how I should pitch the dab. Okay. Maybe a connectpreneur, like what kind of uh, tips and tricks that uh, okay. to, uh, Bob can uh, give me in his elevator rant. <laughs> All right, thanks so much. We'll be right back. Well hello and welcome back to the Dating Advisory Board. I'm your host, Jen Hex. I've got the fabulous Bob London here with me and the fabulous Pamela Sorensen. So we're talking all about how to perfect your pitch in both the dating world and in the business world. So like we said earlier, so so Bob goes in and he helps um, the different different investor and what was it was companies that want to invest startups, at, the startups com- companies especially at Connectpreneur yeah. right TN Wong's event and he'll help them perfect their pitch so I said hey Bob well what about uh right. you, you give me some like elevator rants talk about your elevator rants.
2: Well you want to do the pitch first or the okay, elevator rant? Alright
0: let's do the pitch first oh, and then okay. elevator
2: Alright so yeah so uh, Connectpreneur happens mm-hmm. to be an event that uh, where I help coach startups, you know, CEOs and founders of startups, before they go on stage, they have, I think, four minutes. So it's a very compacted time frame, and they have to figure out what they're gonna say to a room full of investors and other, you know, influencers so that people will be interested in them as an investment. So if, uh, and I, so just, <coughs> this is really gonna be a very human uh, description because I just think that's what gets lost is all like the personality and humanity. So if I were you, I would get up I wouldn't have any slides except like the logo is cool
0: okay oh wait
2: where's the yeah the logo and I would have I would have um, sorry bless you I I can't not say bless you (laughs) because that's just how I was raised so um, so I would get up and I would say this is you saying it I would say ladies and gentlemen for the last year we have been exploring and discovered some amazing similarities between the world of business and the way people present themselves and build relationships and the, the world of dating. And we have um, created over, you know, whatever, 150 episodes of a podcast that has become a real thing, it has a real audience of a very desirable advertising audience of people between the ages of whatever, 24 mm-hmm. to 48 or 54 or right. whatever. <clears throat> Apparently not me. I'm 55. And, and we are looking to grow it to the next level because we're being told it has so much potential. So we're looking to raise whatever, you know, $500,000. And with that $500,000, we're going to hire someone to sell ads. We're going to hire this and that. And, you know, I would love to talk to you about it after this presentation. So, I mean, one of the funny things is people go, Oh my God, only four minutes. I only have four minutes. You don't even need four minutes for the right pitch. And they, they show up and I'm not I'm only, uh, this is to serve as advice. When, when we start the coaching, they show up and they have like like 50 slides or mm-hmm. st- even 30. Oh, jeez, mm-hmm. no you know PowerPoint. What? And it's very hard for them mentally to get the details out of it by cutting slides. And a lot of times I'll say, I, I would rather you start with a blank sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. What is the first thing you want them to know that they have to know? What is the second thing, the third thing, the fourth thing? That's four slides, we're done. Yeah, you know, and amazing. don't give them more yeah, than, mm-hmm. don't give them more than they need. And then, you know, unfortunately sometimes, and, you know, you see in the audience that people are checking their phones, whatever, you know, they're, they they tune out when it gets to be too much detail. That's oh, just yeah. how it is.
0: Well, you know, I'll tell you, the ones that have really stood out who had, um, uh, she, there was the, the girl. <clears throat> oh, I remember we that. We talked about this on our last. Yeah, yeah. No, this is, no, not the, not that one. I'm talking about the the girl, the juice, um. Oh, Jay. Drink. Oh, yeah. Drink. Yeah. 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 yeah, drink. Drink, yeah. Yeah. They rocked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She went up there, but mm-hmm. here's why she rocked. She had everybody's attention. I watched, I looked around the room, and I saw nobody was on their phone. Mm-mm. No, they were 100% zoned in, but because she was, I don't even think she had slides. If she did, I wasn't paying attention to the slide. I was watching she her person. She had a couple. But she, had, but she was really good. She had an amazing presence. Presence. Like, yeah. she brought her personality. And right. I think that, you know, she
1: commanded well, that. That's, the, that's other, the other you issue. You know, the other thing is, she did not go behind the podium. She, she stood, stood up, on the stage. Yes. I like that. And, I like that, like, I too. Like, am, hey, I'm and people out here. Are like, wow, I'm going to look at her. Because when a lot of times people get behind that podium and they could put up the slides
0: and everyone's like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. They're on Facebook. Well, they, yeah, they're, <laughs> you know. All those details, all those I'm bullet points and
2: details on the yeah. slides doesn't help.
0: No, I mean, you got to be, you got to like come with some personality, right? Absolutely. I mean, come, like, bring your personality, like, practice it, like, you know, a, a, like, a, you know, your jokes or pretend you're on, you know, well, or something. Well, or, I know, think you could pull,
2: you would be a good person to pull that off. And you get up, like I said, you don't even need maybe any slides except the logo. Yeah. And just explain what people also forget is. Why did you start this business? You must have seen something that made I sense did. to you, and you started talking. To, I know, and you talked to friends, and they're like, "That's a great idea." So that's your little sample size there. And people forget to talk about the inspiration behind it, which is story. Yeah, yeah just, I love that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah because I want. I mean, everyone's been there at some point in their life, right? I mean, if it's you know friendships or relationships and business or in personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's all applicable. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. No, I think this is brilliant. I I. Um, fund
0: you oh okay well remember that you heard that. it here first here okay. get her to sign this i know pamela five dollars thank you <laughs> i will take it my checkbook. My checkbook. i love you oh my god you're so funny okay now what, when you hear about rant like elevator rants yeah so when you're you're going through the elevator what do you say some of the top things that you want to come across in that 96 or whatever,
2: 30 seconds, 90 seconds. Well, the um, <laughs> Jacob. Well, the elevator talking. rant is the thing. This is the listening thing. Like um, people always talk about, oh, you know, you just need to fix your elevator pitch and you'll be fine. You'll sell a lot more. Hmm. And what that means is they're going to rehearse a different set of words that they would use in a hypothetical elevator or a real elevator, and they're going to just rehearse it. And then when they're on the elevator or whatever in front of someone, they'll just say, "We are a national." solution provider that does you know disruptive technology and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So what's missing is how does that relate to what I call the elevator rant? What is that other person thinking at that moment about the problems they're dealing with in their day? So you have to know the elevator rant in order to do the elevator pitch correctly. That's a good point. So you start, uh, and there's a lot of examples, but one that comes to mind is four, five years ago, T-Mobile was the fourth place in the wireless carriers and they have been on a five year winning streak, like with customer acquisition, wow. the stock price has outperformed everybody. And the, the reason they did so well was first of all, the CEO was, was brand new. He couldn't get a straight answer from his team about what was wrong. So he went out and he listened, he put on like a customer support headset and listened to call center calls. Yeah, like I pers- know all about that. Yeah, six <laughs> nights in a row. And uh, what he found out was people hated contracts. They didn't oh, like being man. held hostage. Interesting. So that was their whole campaign for like two years. So instead of having it, his elevator pitch used to be "We're a, T-Mobile is a national long distance provider that has high quality service and great customer 24 four seven whatever. It became, hey, you know how you hate contracts and you're being held hostage? Well, we've done away with them. And that's how you do an effective pitch is you start with the thing that they're already oh. either happy about or angry about or whatever.
0: That's a really good idea.
2: So that's my answer.
0: I like it. I love it. What do you think? I I
1: mean, I completely get that because I feel like we assume so much about, well, okay, this, these people, this company, this business, this industry, I know what they are feeling because I feel that that's what they are that right. feeling. So I'm right. going to make up that elevator rant for them. Right. But what we don't do is we don't go in and actually really do what, the ceo did is really here. Yeah. Like and, listen and, and they were and, angry and it's painful yeah. It, yeah. because you know what? Maybe we don't want to know because if we don't know we won't cry because right. or we won't get upset or we won't but what if you yeah. don't know? you can't help yourself. Yeah, you can't get better. You can't get
0: better. How are you going to grow? Like That's why we talk about how important advisory board, personal advisory boards in your your dating life and then business boards, well, I want to come back. I mean, that's really one of the main reasons I created the dating advisory board, because a lot of people say, well, I've lost friends after, you know, if a relationship ends or over time or whatever, um, because you're basically splitting apart, your life apart. And so like, how do you start anew? And you may not have that support system to say, hey, Here are your weaknesses and here are your strengths, Yeah. right? Yep. You need it because how are you going to personally grow as a person? And then that affects the business too.
2: How does that work in real life in personal relationships? Uh, You know, you have to, do you have to already know that the person is going to be receptive or do you just say, well, I don't care if they're ready or not. I'm just gonna tell them because that's how badly they need this advice. Well, that's
0: why we're trying to work, we're, we're coming up with how to, we're gonna come up with a system to help you create your own advisory board and it's coming soon. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah,
0: so. Oh, I love yeah. that. So we will be doing it, so stay tuned for that. But I think that's so important because a lot of the people say, well, how do you do it? How do you build your board? How do you know who you should have on your board? I mean,
1: I started mine a long time ago and the
0: funny thing is, I have
1: a, a, a some of my friends call them kitchen cabinets. yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, I just call them mentors. Yeah. And, and and as I look back on who those mentors are and how many times yeah. I invite them to something or I have dinner with yeah. them or I pick up the phone and call them or I text them or whatever, whether it's personal or professional over right. the course of like 20 years, the weird thing is, Jen, they're all men. Yeah, And I so I have some really good girlfriends from whom I ask advice on, but the, the, the challenge is it's like, you know, they have gone on to be married and have kids and they can't really relate to my mm. situation hmm. in the same That's way. That's interesting. So yeah. I feel like even though there are some that have been there with me for the really long time, as we as we move and, and ebb and flow through our journeys of our lives, then it's okay to kind of find yeah. other sources to be or resources to be that, that advisory board.
0: Yeah.
2: That's a great example. Yeah, I love because it. Because... If you, if your advisors are all people, either just like you or they've been just like you, they, they may not have a broad enough perspective. Yeah. And you're getting advice from people, you know, that that could give you, you know, that other perspective.
0: Right.
2: That's pretty cool. Yeah. You have to no, be pretty. Good. I admire that a lot, Pam. I mean, yeah. I Pamela. Pam, sorry. <laughs> Uh, Pamela. Okay, oh never call me Pam. I'm like, no,
1: never call no me Pam. Never call
2: me Pam. No <laughs> Pam. Can we? Are we going to get past that, or do we have to go to a break? Or <laughs> Pamela, I admire that. I was giving you a compliment. Uh, that, um, I admire it because I think you have to have you have to have a lot of strength yeah. to ask for feedback or to be open to what other people are saying. It's not easy. No, you can see I, most of the world doesn't do it.
1: I'm like right. a sponge. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, go give ahead. me the information. Me, I, yes, yes. yes. And then I think it's really important, too, when you get that information, you're not like, okay, I will do exactly what this person told me yeah. to do, but rather, how? let me marinate it. Let me figure yeah. out how, in my own world, in my own life, in my mm-hmm. own style, will yeah. I be able to incorporate little bits and pieces of that. Yeah,
0: and turn it into like how I can, like what works for me. Like, it may not be verbatim, mm-hmm. right? But like, how does this apply? No.
2: Yeah, and it's always it up to, to be, you to filter it filter and marinade. Like yeah, the mar- I mar- like, marinade word is good. Yeah,
0: the marinade. Hungry? It. Yeah, now I'm hungry too. Um, all right. So when we talk about um, talk about you know the, on the dating side, I mean I've had this conversation with a lot of our friends about how people are saying it's very difficult to date in DC. So and this is going to tie into like worst date stories. Um, so uh, so what do you all think? All right. All okay. right. So what do preparing you think? For this. <laughs> yes. You can. <laughs> I would like
1: to say (laughs) Oh God that where first of all, where is it easy? And by the way, it will be challenging no matter what. Okay, so listen, you know, when I when you're in your twenties and your thirties and your forties, it's a different type of dating pool, it's a different type of dating world. Mm -hmm. And as you get older and more mature, your choices become a lot different. And I don't care where you are. I think it's always about like how do you treat yourself in a healthful way? How do you treat yourself with respect? How do you surround yourself with good people? How do you make smart choices and not dumb choices over and over and right. over again? And it's really about um, figuring out, okay, one, who am, I? who am I? Am I good with who I am, knowing myself and what I'll put up with? Because um, nothing, no, nobody sitting across the table from you is going to be perfect because you're not perfect. No. But what you're willing to kind of give and bring into your life at that particular time and. I mean, I know for me, like right now, dating is not really a priority, because I'm you know, i on this even keel of my work, and my life, and my health, and my family, and my friends, and my Fraser, Simone, my yeah. dog, but um, and I, I've been afraid, I've been, I, and I admit it. I'm afraid that that even keel of that boat will be tipped yeah. over if I begin to divert my attention, and my energy towards um, another human being that could possibly, or many human beings that could possibly be a partner in my life, and I think, Eventually when I get to a point where I'm comfortable that I'm like, okay, I, I'm the captain of this ship, but the ship is on it's it's going on its own. Right. I'm gonna start dipping my toe into that yeah. ocean. Yeah.
0: And into the pond. Oh, I love yeah, that. yeah, I, you love, know, I that. love that. Into the thimble. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. The thimble of DC. <laughs> oh God. No, but I you know what I love that you said that because so many people would say, No, Pamela, you need to be dating, you need to get there, you need to do this. Well no, she's not ready. You can't push somebody. You know they need to be ready, and I always say like, especially if you get out of a long term relationship or you were in one, like you need to take some time to do self reflection yeah. because if you're that reflection, in the mirror isn't on point. How are you going to be good in a relationship, right? I mean the other, you know, it just it really kind of depends. But like mm. you, ha- I mean, if you're good with it, I mean you're if that's what you want, that's what you want, and nobody can get mad at you about it. No, no, no. And,
1: and and I feel like. There are so many people now in, in this world that and, and who are my friends or yeah. in my community that are like, Okay, you gotta get on this app and you gotta like right. do all of these things so you can get exposed to as many men or women or whomever is possible mm-hmm. because that all that's your shortest way to do not being alone.
2: Right. Well right.
1: and, and it, let's mm-hmm. fast track to not being alone and on along the way you're being miserable or you're having these horrible experiences you're not feeling good about yourself and I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. feel like that's a good passage
0: for me. Well, and also, how do they know what's going on in your head, right? You're gonna. You're gonna. Say, well, you're not happy. You're not this. That. You know. Well, if are you in my head? No, you're not in my head. <laughs> I like it. Yeah.
2: No, I mean.
0: No, 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 no. So, but what would you say? Have you have like, have you heard of or been a uh, like? What's a crazy oh crazy dating story? I mean, I'll share again. A, a good number
1: one. one. This better be filled with vodka if I'm going to be telling that story. Okay, or those well, stories. I'm just, I'm j- yeah. I'm j- I'm joking. <laughs> um, but uh, there are many, and there are uh, oh with breadth and with depth, and I, and and I don't want to put. It in, you know, I want to be negative. I don't like being negative. <laughs> negative DNCs. We, we all know that. I we want uh, I, I, will, I will give you a real quick story. for the last. The last data that was on last year. Um, uh, I found out that he does not like dogs because his dog ran away from him when he was 12 and died. And so he had, like, abandonment issues. Um, and then he okay. mentioned to me during the dinner that... Um, Oh, I know 40-something-year-old women like you have who feel like their dog is their child. And, mm-hmm. ugh, the. I usually date 25-year-old, and he was like 50-something. And I'm like, why am I even on this date? Yeah, well, I and would just, I would have just right, okay, you I don't like dogs, been, like, you don't like by me. Felicia. And then, but then actually it was I? I could have got. I'm like, oh my gosh, we could be like that person in the movie where they stand, where they take the martini and like, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, no, that's alcohol abuse. I should just yeah, break that just stop it. And, that's it was, just, and I was yeah. like, I kind of want to hear the rest of this guy. Oh, you I would have I
0: would have messed with him.
1: Um, he ended up telling me some explicit details of his escapades with other women. Oh boy. And and then I'm like, am I? Am I like your guy friend that you're telling these stories? I mean, he did ask
0: you on a date, right? It was our first date. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. And it was, okay.
1: So, Jan, I cried on the way home oh. because I was like, why, one, why did I expose myself to such a horrible situation? A negative Nancy. And, ne- you know, everything was very negative, and I felt really badly about myself. And two, I'm like, two, five eight ten it it just it made me realize I'm like I'm not ready I'm not ready for for being in this particular situation and this is before I mean this is when I'm still you know working for myself and I wasn't really happy anyhow at that particular moment in time and I'm like I need to like take a step out so I actually think that person in my mind
0: I made a negative into a positive I like it
1: You helped me get to a point of going, I need to do something different, and I need to pivot. And, and so, in a way, I think it was a gift.
2: Yeah. I think that's a, a very, that's, inspirational very inspirational story. It's very
0: inspirational. Pamela.
2: Yeah. I would no, have I do. totally like, have seriously. laughed. I
0: I would have been like, excuse me, I gotta go to the restroom. And I would have laughed.
2: <laughs> but that's the that's wow. the thing. But like There yeah. are people who would have sat there no. in your shoes and said, well, you know, he's successful, so maybe I should keep, you know, kind of suck it up for a while and see where this goes, or whatever. You know, you again, you have a lot of self respect.
0: I love it. Thank you, you do a good job. Thank I know. You. Wherever that guy is, he's probably Karma always comes, dating Karma. Oh, so you didn't oh. you didn't set him up with Jen? No. Oh. Mm-mm. I would like you wouldn't get past Never. one minute. That would have been Michigander coming out.
2: Michigander.
0: Seriously. No. Don't say I mean could you imagine? I couldn't imagine you wouldn't do that in business. No. Are you no. kidding me? No, I mean, no. and think about it. It's dating karma. Oh,
2: wait a minute, though. I mean, people say all kinds of not, uh, I'm well, not I've talking about sexist, customers. but yeah. Well, I mean, people, you in business, you have to do business with people you might not l- spend time I'm with. I'm not talking in your personal about that. Life.
0: I'm talking about like if that guy was your customer. Yeah. If he was the customer, yeah. and then he's just like, well, I've got all these other, you know, other vendors yeah, that right. want to take over your business and they're better than you why would you stay uh-uh uh-uh no. and I've had that I well I've had I mean I've got like I don't know two 250 now in DC of clients I had this one I mean they were one of my biggest clients and um and he you just mean uh, oh so uh, yelling at our technicians it was unbelievable It's bad for morale yeah. yeah I mean I was like I don't even I just sent it to service I was like, I'm not even dealing with it <laughs> are like, la, 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 No, la, la, la. I was like, I don't even want to hear it. Like, I mean, it's just like, oh, they did this. I said no. And I said, oh, you'll have to call service. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel like the angry,
1: sometimes no. those angry customers are probably the people who have something really bad going on in their home life. Yeah, that that's usually of like it, They're going to hand it over. They're like, oh, good. I'm going to give it to this vendor because. <laughs> yeah, it's like kick
0: the dog syndrome, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. And it's just, it's just horrible because I see it a lot too. It's like, oh, you know, when, they, when people get nasty and they say mean things, you know, the negative Nancy's I call them that will say hurtful things to me. Hey, it's not about me. It's about them. Right. Right. You right. Know? And you have to have
1: that, like the Wonder Woman bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> seriously, <blade. laughs> You
0: can't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, Exactly.
1: I'm gonna start wearing those.
0: I am too. I saw them on my friend Veronica the other day. Okay. I wanna get it. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm getting get all my up. girlfriends. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we are.
2: Okay, sorry, Bob. All um, um, right, Third you can wheel have one. over here. No,
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> you can. Third Super wheel. Man. Superman. No, it's
2: fine. No, that's fine. Um, I don't need bracelets.
0: <laughs> I don't need bracelets. But, you know, I've got a few more minutes. Um, but, you know, I wanna talk. So, how can people get a hold of you and tell some of the stuff you're working on?
2: Yeah, so www.chieflisteningofficers.com um, on Twitter at chief underscore listener. And, um, you know, if anybody's interested in the business side of listening, um, on the website there's a, um, so I'm a big believer in kind of like open sourcing all the stuff that I do so that more people will do it. Yeah. And then hopefully some percentage of them will maybe may need help yeah. from me.
0: And you should so hire you, him.
2: So if you go to chieflisteningofficers.com slash free, uh, or there's a link at the top in the navigation that says ebook. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a 12 page, it's very specific details, the entire process of how to set up kind of a listening tour, they call it the magical listening tour, uh, with your customers and prospects and what questions to ask how to listen, uh, what to watch out for, how to know when you hear something important. Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's kind of like, and I am writing a, a book, book, a real oh, one. Nice,
0: Ooh. woo, yay, yay
2: Bob. Well, I'd be a little more excited, except it's been delayed several times. Dude, oh. well, but yeah, but it's not. It's all good. It's on the right track now. Okay, good. Uh, and until that book came out, I thought, well, let me just put some of the basics in this ebook. So there it is.
0: Awesome. There it is. Yay! All right, so make sure you follow Bob and Pamela. What's some of the stuff you're working on? And how do people get in touch with you?
1: So on Twitter Pamela's punch Instagram Pamela's punch because I still I mean That's my, my over ten-year-old brand personal brand and professional brand um, the website is www.betterworldtelecom.com because I am still working with them that's my main focus and I guess some of the things that I'm working on really besides uh, business development for the company is you know we, we, talk, we talked a little bit about giving back and community relations Absolutely. is part of my responsibility and what we are we're going through kind of like a, a, a refresh of where we're going to be focusing our giving back of our time and our talent and our treasure and i think really empowering women um as well as uh helping um you know the environment and and also inner city inner city kids yeah. and through stem and, and things of that nature so that are underserved, who don't have a voice, really. We yeah. want to be able to help, for sure. That's and awesome. your
2: company has a mission, right? Oh yeah. In other We're, words, yeah, it's
1: certified B Corp.
2: Right? Yeah, right. I mean yeah. that's uh, again another very admirable thing that a lot of companies don't think they need to do, and maybe they don't, but it's nice when a company breaks through and does that.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. you guys are so awesome! I cannot believe how fast the hour went. I mean, this is what? crazy. Yeah. I know. I know. Well. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget to follow both Bama and Bob on their social channels, and you'll see it here in a second. And make sure you tune in next week where we have uh, Dr. Darcy Sterling. She is esteemed... Uh, therapist and host of E! Entertainment's Famously Single, as well as, yeah, it looks... It's, You're going national. I, you better I, get
2: your pitch ready for Connectpreneur.
0: I know. I, I think I am. i talking to Tian.
2: Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. Darcy yeah, Sterling.
0: Darcy. Darcy. <laughs> and then May McCarmo, founder and CEO of Tiger Lily Foundation and best-selling author and speaker. And Eve Monica, president of Sip oh, with... I know. Love, love Eve. Yeah. Sip with Socialites and Love Readings by Eve, so make sure you check her out on Instagram. She has loved tarot card readings. So really? It's, oh yeah. It's, oh. oh yeah. It's pretty good. I came on the wrong week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Sorry. Yeah, well, we'll do them live next week. So anyway, have a great week, everyone. Take care. Bye. All right, see ya. Bye. You're Bye. awesome.